She's still listening to me. You need to. No, I don't need anything. <laughs> don't tell me what I need to do. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books to read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. And today we are talking about automation, more discoveries of how to make our digital life even smoother and better. Yes. So uh, we talked about it a lot and there's a lot of context of how we automate things using workflow on iOS, automator on the Mac, how we make like uh, these smart checklists in Nosby and all of these like workflows that uh, we set up to, as you say, to, to automate things to make our digital, digital life smoother. So uh, we'll have an editor find all of the links to the previous episodes of the saga and I highly encourage you to check it out. So let's keep it short and sweet and give out new tips. Okay, are you still updating the, the, the podcast.fm slash TOC? Of course, every every week. Okay, so anyway, go to this, the website, the podcast.fm slash TOC, where you can see the table of contents. So things we're discussing, the topics, and you would think you would see the links to this to these shows about automation. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so one piece of news is that um, I've added a ton of new automation tools to Nosby. It's not shipped yet. It will be shipped in 3.8, but you can go to test.nosby.com to download a new macOS uh, version of the app or to beta-signup.nosby.com to sign up for uh, test flight beta builds for iOS. And sometimes, sometimes soon we'll release a beta version that has this stuff. So added new uh, URL schemes that you can use to automate things using workflow. So uh, now you can um, open the priority list in Nosby with filters. So you can filter by uh, label, by category, by project, by person. Uh, you can set a filter to the project list. You can add a new task with a name and to a project and like any um, attributes. You can create a new project, not just task. Uh, you can make it from a template. You can assign color to it, uh, labels, and you can uh, mark a task as done or not done. And uh, using a little bit of workflow magic, uh, you can hook it up into like automated workflows so that you have one thing that does a bunch of actions. So uh, I'll give you um, a few examples of how I used it, a couple of new workflows, and I'll put links in the show notes to, to the workflows so you can download them and, uh, and adapt them to your needs. So the first one is called work start. So what it does is it opens Nosby in the priority list with a filter to only show me tasks that have the first category. So we talked about how I, I plan uh, my days that I, I, I mark tasks as the first task or the main tasks, and I have categories for it. And I tend to uh, mark the, the due date, like the, the day sort of scheduled them for specific days. And then when I sit down in front of my iPad or my computer, I just hit uh, 
command space work start to open the workflow through Spotlight. Opens Nosby, but only shows me the, the first task. So I'm, I'm not, I don't start the day being greeted by distractions of things I can deal with later. And also um, filters the, the projects list so that I only see the, the important, um, important work projects. So uh, that's a, a workflow that's made using iOS workflow, but I also uh, done a similar one with the same name using Automator for macOS. And that has a bit more new actions. So does the same thing with Nosby, but also opens my development tools for the, the hashtag secret project, like all of them, uh, opens them, brings them to, uh, to full view and starts a new timer in Tadam for 25 minutes. So I also added URL scheme support to Tadam and it's not shipped yet, but you can email me and I'll send you a beta copy. And uh, yeah, and that's sort of a, a small thing to automate the beginning of my day. And then uh, there's a counterpart to it, which is called work end. And on iOS with workflow, it just opens Nosby and it filters priority to only show me personal tasks. So all of the work stuff is, is gone and filters the projects list so that if I open it, I only see my most important personal project. So again, I don't distract, distract it with work after work. And the same thing I implemented for the Mac, but also um, it hides and closes all of the development tools and Slack and, and all of it so that uh, I don't get distracted by that either. Nice, this is uh, really cool. I've already, uh, I, ha I have to admit that I haven't been using Workflow with Nosby at all before, but now I started doing it and um, inspired by uh, your idea of planning my day before, like in the middle of the day, of the work day. Uh, mm -hmm. Because normally I'm planning the, the next day and the end of the day, right? But uh, you'll, like, w w with what you said, you inspired me to start planning my next day, like in the middle of my work day, once yeah. I've already had the most important things done. And for that, I have this workflow that does nothing really fancy. All it does, it just opens Nosby in priority list, just for me to, to have the last review of my priority list. Then it goes back to the workflow. Then workflow says, okay, now it's time to review your calendar for tomorrow. And it opens my calendar for tomorrow. So it's like nothing really fancy. So not, not as fancy as what you just described, but still this idea that it, it just like guides me by hand and tells me, okay, now please review this and please review that. And then now plan your day. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. It, it narrows my focus and, um, doesn't let me get distracted. And, mm -hmm. and really, then I have a plan for tomorrow, like in the middle or like on the second half of the day, ready um, before I'm finished with my work for, for today. So it's, um, it's really useful. And, and like this, these kind of small tricks uh, really uh, like help you guide, uh, you know, and, and, and be efficient and be effective. And, um, and as you said, not let the distractions you know, take the best of you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, another small uh, workflow for for iOS, which I again built using uh, Nosby automation through URL schemes. Uh, the workflow is called New Travel, uh, and I already had it, but it was primitive. It, it, it didn't work super well because I didn't have the tools. So what it does is I, I run it. It asks me for the name of the trip. So say I don't know Warsaw, June, whatever. Uh, ask me if it's a small trip or a big trip. 
and then creates new projects in Nosby. The main project with like organizational stuff and the second project with a packing list. And for big trips, for big travel, I have like a much more comprehensive checklist because like if you're traveling internationally or it's long or whatever, there's much, there's many more things to take, take, uh, take care of. And so I have separate uh, template, like project templates for that. And this workflow like just creates these, these projects and uh, does, does them in one go. So I just run it and it opens Nosby and it just creates those two uh, projects in one go, opens it, uh, sets the, the project list filter to only show projects with a, a label travel and sets the right labels again to those new projects and set the color I always use for travel projects. Uh, so again, just tiny little things specific to me and how I organize my stuff in, uh, in Nosby. Uh, but just is in in one go, and of course I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Um. As as you know, I'm also using similar checklist. Uh, I mean, a project template whenever I'm traveling, and mm -hmm. what I do is I just have one project. So in this project is the checklist of things to pack, but also I use this project for the ongoing trip because like I assume that I will have everything checked off that will I need to pack by the end of packing. By, 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 the, by the moment that the trip starts and then I use the same project you know for ongoing things for things I have to remember during this trip for people I have to meet for appointments and or whatever things so I keep using what this one project for that well uh, sorry to cut you off the reason why I don't do this is because um, I want to review the checklist when I'm packing to get back and especially this is important if I have like a a multi-leg trip and I'm switching between cities, I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting anything. Of course, it's much easier to forget something when you're packing at home than when you're packing, like if you're away, you probably keep all of your things in a small area. So it's easier to make sure you didn't forget anything. Uh, but still, because it's a checklist, it's very quick to review. Uh, it just makes me feel uh, like completely um, sure that I haven't forgotten anything because I can just open the project uh, run through the, the tasks and be sure that I didn't forget anything. That's why I, I keep two separate projects. Okay, I get it now. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, another pro tip um, I would add here is that even if a trip is really small, but you still have to pack, go through your template. Like, don't skip that moment and don't trust yourself that, oh, I'll, I'll remember everything. It's just a short trip, no problem. I always open, like, create a new project with the trip from my template because even though I might need half of the items for this trip because it's very short, I just like going through the checklist and consciously deciding, okay, I'm not taking this, but I've looked at it and I have taken it under consideration. So, you know, so even if it's a short trip, I don't need, I don't know, two boxer shorts, I just need one, whatever. I like, it, it's still on the list. So there is no way for me to forget it. So, um, so this habit of always using your you know, preferred packing template. Uh, each time you travel, uh, like even for one day, it's it's worth it because it's just it just you know gives you this peace of mind that you haven't forgotten anything. Yeah, uh, definitely. And again, just having a system to it. Um, like for us, it's natural. We use Nosby anyway. We have a template, like a project template. So it just takes a few taps and even fewer taps with my uh, workflow. So it's it it's not it's not a burden. To, to, to do this and make it official and formal. Like it's completely the opposite. You figure it out once and then you have peace of mind. 
So definitely recommending that. Okay, uh, another tip. Uh, we talk about the magic spreadsheet uh, multiple times. And I, I mentioned I have this uh, little workflow to add, um, like open the magic template and add to it. And the uh, the reason why I do this is, is first of all, I would, at, in the, uh, at the beginning of the day, in the morning, I would jot down in the, the note in bear in for with today's plan like I'll wake up open the note to to see okay what today is about and I would you know stand on the scales and put on my weight in the note because it's open anyway and then uh, in the middle of the day when I would uh, or at the end of the day when I would add to the magic spreadsheet I run it and there's a workflow that opens and copies the uh, the weight to clipboard and then opens the magic spreadsheet, so that I don't have to open numbers and select the file. It just opens it and I would paste it, right? And when I'm done and get back to workflow, it will open the productive app. Well, productive is the habit tracker when I would, where I would check out that I did uh, plan next day and add it to the magic spreadsheet. The problem is, uh, oh, and I would forget, I also uh, amended it so that not only do I add it to the, the magic spreadsheet, which uh, makes these nice graphs for me, but I also, just because why not, um, added a step to workflow to add it to HealthKit. So it aggregates, you know, data uh, with mm -hmm. um, sources like when I used to wear Apple Watch, there'll be other like fitness uh, health data. And so that would be might be interesting in the future to like, uh, fetch this data and try to make some correlations or whatever. Uh, but anyway, the, the problem was that I couldn't figure out how to make the workflow just open the magic spreadsheet file because numbers is not really workflow enabled. It, 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 it doesn't and doesn't have like URL schemes. I, I couldn't point to a specific file to open it. The best I could figure out is to put the, uh, the file in not the iCloud Drive numbers folder, but in the workflow folder. This way I could point to, to that file and say, um, say to, to workflow, I want, I want you to show me the share sheet for this file. And then I would just like tap open the numbers, which would be on the first spot, right? Uh, but I couldn't figure out how to actually just open the file. And for another show, Rafał Sobolewski figured it out. Uh, so thank you, Rafał. And here's the way to do it. In Numbers, you open the file and you go to the, uh, the, the three dots menu. You do Share. You go to Add People. Uh, and then you don't add anyone. You go to um, Sharing Options and select that you only give access to this file to specific people you, you invite and you copy the link. You don't share it with anyone else, right? And that's why you can set just for, um, for paranoia's sake, uh, check that uh, only people you invite can see this file, not everyone with the link. Copy the link. And then you can just add to workflow, you know, put the URL and open URL. And it won't open actually like a URL in Safari. It will open numbers and it works. It does? Yes. So which which action do you put in workflow? Just open URL? Yeah, just URL, 
paste the URL that you copied through the, the share sheet that you mm-hmm. don't actually share it with anyone, but you market the file as if it was shareable with other people, like for collaboration, because Numbers has that, right? But then you don't actually share the link, you just copy it. You uh, put okay. URL step, paste it, and then next one, open URL. All right, I'll, I'll give it a try. All right. It works. Yeah? Yeah, I just, uh, in the meantime, I, I did the workflow and it works. I copied the link and it opens the spreadsheet. It's perfect. Very right? good. Yeah, uh, I'll um, I'll share the uh, the updated uh, workflow in the show notes. Okay. Um, speaking of workflows, um, one of the things that uh, I recently discovered in iOS twelve, something that you know they announced, is the Siri shortcuts thingy. So for me, uh, it's always been. What do you mean you discovered it? I mean they explicitly advertised it. No, discovered it in a way that. There is a faster way to launch workflows than before, thanks to them. Okay. okay. So this is what I discovered. So uh, I like whenever you want to launch a workflow, which is not a share sheet, then what you have to do is you have to go to workflow, uh, find your workflow and tap play. Or what you can do, you can f- save the workflow, uh, for example, on the home screen. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to tap on that on the home screen, like if you would launch an app. Right, right. Um, but it's still, you have to you just go there and launch it. But very often, like I'm in the middle of something and I need the workflow because I need to, you know, write something down. And now thanks to Siri shortcuts, I recorded a few shortcuts. So for example, if I want to go back to my day plan in Bear, uh, I go, I say planning today and then just Siri would just open it for me. And so it just launches, launches. Do you do realize you can open it through Spotlight, right? Yeah, but still I'm... Uh, if I'm in an app, I have to go to Spotlight. You press Command Space. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's a shortcut. Okay. <laughs> no, wait. You really didn't know about this? I wasn't using that, uh, the shortcut that much. Well, uh, that's what that's that's why you do. Like, I'm honestly, I'm shocked you you use iPad Pro and you don't use uh, Spotlight much. Like, it's it's the same as on the Mac. If you want to launch an app. Like, do you use the dock or open Launchpad? No, you hit Command Space, start typing the name, and open it. It's the same on, on iOS. Like, uh, uh, I, I think Spotlight is primarily an app launcher and a workflow launcher. And it, it's, I, I think you'll find this is much more reliable than uh, opening Siri and talking um, to your computer to, to launch a workflow. Yeah, um, okay, so... Um... So this is your advantage uh, against mine that you are more of a Mac nerd and for the for your comments, space is like this natural thing. And then because you came so late to the iPad, it was already there at the iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, for me, I've been using iPad for so long that you know these new things like this commands space. I wasn't. I, I real. I didn't realize it was there. I, I I knew it was there, but I just wasn't using it at all. If you know what I mean. So so thank you. I'll. Uh, start using it more, but anyway, um, uh, you're right with the reliability of Siri, uh, especially that I had to use, for example, the word planning instead of plan because if I would say plan, Siri would open the day for me in the calendar instead of my workflow, mm-hmm. which I explicitly asked her to. So, um, so yes, yeah, so um, so this is kind of, um, uh, but it's still helpful. I mean, you know, it 
when it works, it works uh, in, in iOS 12. But uh, but you're right. You can always do common C and a uh, common space, and that's it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, like I'm I'm all for uh, series shortcuts, but I I think it's only useful in in same ways as Siri is useful in general, which is not most of the time. But like for example, if you're sort of hands free, like you're you just have an iPhone, maybe you have headphones on you, and you want to do something, then you could you know launch Siri through your headphones or on an Apple Watch or something like that. But if you're on the desk in front of your iPad, as if you're in front of a a Mac, then like Siri makes no sense for me uh, because it's faster and more reliable to use uh, Spotlight or some other uh, way. Yeah, but but look, when when you have uh, the iPhone, for example, with iOS twelve, which I don't mm-hmm. yet, uh, then 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 yes, then saying hey Siri, um, sorry, then Siri, then saying hey Dingus, um, <laughs> and then saying the uh, the command w- would actually make it faster than the spotlight mm-hmm. on the iPhone, for example. <laughs> She's still listening to me. You need to. No, I don't need anything. <laughs> don't tell me what I need to do. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't tell me what I need to do, Siri. No, she was complaining because uh, she's not connected to the internet right now because it's, she's in airplane mode. Oh, <laughs> poor Siri. All right. Um, uh, moving on from that uh, for now, I, want to, I wanted to um, give another shout out to our Instagram launcher slash shackles slash app limits uh, thing. We mentioned it many times in the show. Uh, in short, the idea is that you hide the real Instagram somewhere really deep in the system. You disable it from Spotlight so that it's not suggested by Siri or you can find it in Spotlight. You just put it in some like very deep in some folder and you don't launch it for there. Instead, you use uh, the workflow that you add as an icon to home screen, which is this fake Instagram launcher. And then it will allow you to launch Instagram three times a day. And after that, you can't. And uh, that's very helpful to manage uh, uh, Instagram addiction. And you, you can easily adapt it to any other app like Twitter. And uh, I'll put the link in the show notes to the workflow. But actually, uh, I was asked by, um, by a friend for like how to do this in, on Android. And I thought, hey, that's an interesting challenge. I tried using um, Automate, which is this um, ugly but very powerful um, uh, app that can do things like workflow on Android. I could not figure it out. I could not figure out how to like check for current date to add this logic that you can only do something um, like you know three times a, a day. I couldn't figure it out, mm-hmm. uh, but I did it a, a different way. So you just go to radex.io slash instagram.html and, and that's just a, a simple web implementation of the same thing. So you open it in, in Chrome, you say, no, I don't want to uh, launch Instagram, you add it to the home screen and that's your Instagram launcher. And it's the same thing. It will ask if you're sure you want to open and it will allow you three times a day. And if you say yes, it will switch to Instagram. So I'll also put the link in the show notes if you use Android. And if someone can figure out a, a nicer, cleaner way to do this, then uh, email me and uh, I'll give a shout out on the podcast. So it uses the cookies to, to store the, the information? Uh, local storage. Local storage, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so speaking of 
further iOS 12 things. I hope Siri Shortcuts, I mean the fully fledged Siri Shortcuts app comes soon, uh, sooner rather than later, mm -hmm. because there are still many things that are missing in workflow, which I would love to have. I mean, not in the workflow actually, but more on the iOS part. So um, many parts of iOS, which could have um, a URL scheme, don't have it. And for me, for example, recently, I tried to set up something that I would that I wanted to enable a setting through mm -hmm. workflow. And it's not possible. Like they, 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 had, they had this, they removed it, then they had it again, they removed it again. And now it's not possible, for example, for workflow to enable a setting um, on iOS. So I hope, which I'm not, I have no way of confirming this, but hope, I hope the Shortcuts app will have this feature. Like for example, uh, I want to do certain, you know, perform certain tasks while connected through the VPN to our company's mm -hmm. server. And I want to be able to just enable the VPN, do this stuff on the server and just, you know, log off and log off from the VPN. And I want to do it in one session, but I can't do it. I have to go to settings, find the VPN, start the VPN. Like, you know, it's, it takes longer. I want to be able to just, you know, start the VPN connection right there from the workflow. I wouldn't expect the uh, workflow as a third party app to be able to do it uh, because most settings are well, system settings, like an app can't touch that. that that's a good thing. That, that's how it's supposed to work uh, as iOS security model. Uh, on the other hand, that's the adventure, advantage of apps like uh, Tasker or uh, Autumn on Android, that they can do crazy things like detect that you walked into a building based on available Wi-Fi, um, you know, uh, Wi-Fi is around you and use it as a trigger to start some sort of, you know, flow. So, for example, you enter the, the gym and the phone, like, figures it out automatically through Wi-Fi and then, like, puts a uh, sticky notification that triggers some action that, that you, like a 30-second uh, timer for your repetitions or something like that. Like, crazy stuff. Uh, possible to do Android, not on iOS. That, that sucked. Um, but... But that, that's a good thing uh, that workflow um, uh, is now shortcuts by Apple because since it's a system app, um, then it can, in principle, do things like set up VPN. Like, why not? Yeah, but uh, but is it though? Because uh, I heard it's going to be available yes. on the App Store instead of just being part of the iOS. No, so, I I, so I know, but, but sure still, uh, Apple apps can do things normal apps can't do. Uh, like they they have special entitlements uh, that that they request, and mm -hmm. if a normal app requested it, like the system would not grant it. But um, iOS has a white list of um, app IDs that can have additional permissions to, to, to do like um, dangerous uh, things security-wise. Uh, for example, the uh, Swift Playgrounds app uh, can do things that we couldn't do. Okay. So, okay. It, it's, so possible. it's possible. There's me hoping. Or, I mean, mm. it, it's possible that it's going to be possible. <laughs> we'll see. Exactly. Because this would really help, you know, because you want to change some settings, yeah. for example, because it's evening or because it's morning or because, you know, it, this, this makes sense. But it's not double now. Yeah. All right. Um, another thing in terms of automation. This is not iOS specific, um, but sort of related to it. So uh, in our previous automation saga, we also talked about becoming paperless and switching from organizing physical folders or physical paper files. Um, we ditched 
almost all of that and moved to using uh, ScanBot to scan paper document documents, OCR them and put them in the cloud. And I did it for almost everything except for um, accounting stuff like, um, you know, invoices and, and other things that uh, that I need to keep for five years. But I, I did a more thorough research about it in terms of like uh, what the laws in Poland says I can or can't do. And um, it turns out that I can be pretty much paperless. Uh, there's a few things that are just have not been updated and you technically you should have a paper copy of it. But most things like the um, both um, like income and, and cost invoices, you can have them uh, stored digitally. Like you need to keep them for five years, but you can have them stored digitally. And most other like auxiliary um, documents related to accounting, you can also have digitally. And there's just a, a small handful of, of things in Poland that as a um, sole proprietor, you need to keep on paper. Um, so that's good. So that's what I did. And I ceased to do this in paper. And uh, what I did for the last year is I kept the digital version as the source of truth. And I would make documents, send them with the Apple Pencil, but then I would print a paper backup uh, at, at the end of the month. And now I just don't. And this is the source of truth, and that's where the documents are. And um, so I would definitely recommend it if you have um, things that you keep in paper, do your research and figure out if you really need to keep them in, in paper. Because uh, first of all, paper sucks. Uh, paper ties you to a physical place because you can't manage certain things. You can't do certain work if you're not in your office or in home at home or whatever. Uh, paper is not searchable. Um, paper takes up space. Paper is wasteful. And having everything digitally is much simpler. It, it takes some effort to learn how to do it. So if you already have your paper system figured out, then it can be um, off-putting at the beginning to, to switch. But this is a very good investment in terms of uh, simplifying um work and, and life a little bit and automating it, I guess. Yeah, and another hack just to add to what you just said is that sometimes all you have to do is just copy um, the files, like incoming files from different sources like email or I don't know, digital files to the ScanBot folder on iCloud. Mm -hmm. And when you launch ScanBot, ScanBot, it will also do the OCR and all this stuff. Oh, so nice. um, uh, very often uh, somebody would send me uh, like an image of something like a photo of with some data on it mm -hmm. so i would i would convert it to pdf and put it in on icloud in the scanbot folder open scanbot and would ocr this and i would do that. i wouldn't have to really recognize it I, it would be recognized automatically for me so i could copy and paste it so um uh, it's also very useful yeah one small frustration is that um the ios like the the built-in ios uh add to files uh, share item it kind of sucks because often mm -hmm. forgets like the last location you've been at and on the iPhone it shows you the sources so iCloud Drive and Dropbox or whatever but it doesn't show you the favorites that you've marked in the files app and it's mm -hmm. really annoying because there's a ton of folders and if I'm say I buy a train ticket and I'm on the Polish 
train company website, I get a PDF with the invoice or the, the ticket. And I need to do share, create PDF, share, add to files, find iCloud, scan bot, save. That's quite annoying. Um, I hope they would do it in a different way. Uh, I hope I would, I would figure out a, a, a thing I want to try out uh, before this show, but I didn't, so uh, I'll follow up in the future. But I, I think I can make this much better with a workflow so that I don't have to, like if I'm doing this from Safari, I don't have to do create PDF first. I just do run workflow and add to accounting or uh, add whatever. Like I can make a, a few that, that put them in specific folders and workflow will just do everything. And even if I can't do everything, um, I, I could I could you know put them in iCloud in the workflow folder if I can't automatically select that it puts in the correct folder. And on my Mac, I could use Hazel to just in the background move it, and I don't care. Ah, that's that because I think you cannot save in any other folder on iCloud than the workflow folder. Yeah, which. Might uh, a restriction might that might be lifted uh, when workflow becomes iOS shortcuts? Exactly. Another you know hopeful feature that deeper integration, which is what we want. Right. That's it for me. Okay. So um, to wrap it up, I have a pick, and it, the book is Meaningful Work: A Quest to Do Great Business, Find Your Calling, and Feed Your Soul, by Sean Askinosi and Lauren Askinosi. Um, I haven't read the book yet until the end, so I'm just in the in first first third of the book. Uh, it's it's pretty okay, uh, but what's really good about the book is the story itself uh, of how Sean became, like he was this lawyer um, uh, who was on crime criminal cases and now he's basically producing chocolate. So uh, the, the change, the career change is, is, is amazing, but it's not about the career change, but about how he runs the company that's producing the chocolate, how he's maintaining the relationships with the, with the you know, cocoa seed providers and all this stuff. So how he's like, being mindful about the whole business and the whole um, chain that leads to him later producing chocolate. And he's doing even revenue share with these farmers. Like what I liked about his 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 story is that he incorporates um, charity as a core value, not core value, core part of the business, not just value and you know something we believe in and whatever. No core um, part of the business. Uh, I like it. I like this idea of finding your calling, which is what I hope we have found in Nosby already. But it, there are many things that. Uh, led me to you know start questioning and, and you know thinking how we can still improve the way we're doing things and and most of all I just like inspiring stories of entrepreneurs so you know it's another one of these and uh, he's doing business differently than you would normally do like you know why would he share revenue with farmers if he doesn't have to uh, so anyway um, you know follow his story follow his book uh, I recommend checking it out um, I really like it there's great peril in uh, recommending books one-third uh, through red. <laughs> but okay. Ah, so you, th yeah, okay. So you think it's dangerous that I'm, I, I, did, I did recommend it before fully reading it. Yeah, uh, because like, you never know. Uh, I mean, uh, some time ago, I recommended to you the book, uh, what was it called? The Culture Code. 
and I recommended yeah. it after like the first chapter and I was pretty excited about it and like it started really interesting and then it took me ages to finish it because it was so boring <laughs> okay <laughs> um the the nice thing is I think I I rediscovered a new book streak uh I, I've I've been pretty mm-hmm. bad with books uh lately but uh I I, th- I think I I changed my um my attitude towards uh, picking new books a little bit and 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 that maybe uh, made me get back to just uh going through them like one after the other yeah, another thing that we should discuss in the future show, maybe how, how we handle podcast listening, because it's like, you know, they just the episodes come, are coming in, not only our episodes, but many episodes, and I just stopped managing it. And so I just, just, you know, choose and just play something, but there are just so many. And, uh, and but, but very often I just give up and just go to an audiobook. And um, yeah, it's, I still kind of, I, I, what I'm saying is that I still cannot find a right balance between audiobooks and podcasts. It's a constant struggle. Yeah, uh, we should discuss this. So I'll make a note of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but just really quickly, what I do is I've unsubscribed from almost everything. So I only subscribe to a small handful of podcasts, which I want to listen to almost every episode. But it doesn't mean I never listen to other podcasts that I like, but just not so much that I feel compelled to listen to all of them. Because if I did that, then I would not listen to books because I would not have time. So I only have like a small handful of really important ones. And then below that, uh, sometimes when I, I don't feel like reading a book, but I'm, I just I get curious, then below the, the list of like new subscribed episodes, there's like all of the podcasts and overcasts that I, that I listened to in the past. I just open it and pick the newest one or one that seems interesting. Okay. Yeah, I had a different approach that, you know, I would have them subscribed, but I just would just delete them that do what I wouldn't want to, but, but deleting podcasts, which are coming in is like a chore and it's like additional decision fatigue generating thing, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think, I think the problem is like, it's similar as with managing a reading list, which I've given up on completely exactly. because there's, mm-hmm. there's a large decision fatigue because you want to listen to it all, right? Like this is all mm-hmm. interesting. This is all valuable. Like that's why I subscribe in the right. first place, but I, I can't, it's impossible to, to do all of that because if I did again, I wouldn't be able to listen to books, which are more important. Um, so I think it's easier to just pick and choose individual ones when you feel like it, uh, and not try to manage it explicitly that it keeps subscribed and you delete it or you keep a sort of mixed list that, that you have a like a, a podcast to listen to and you don't delete them but they stay unplayed like i i think that's just uh, that's messy uh, and it, it's easier to, to just put them out of sight out of mind and sometimes from time to time you'll remember hey maybe i'll listen to i don't know grober or whatever Gruber is easy. He posts like two times a month, so it's you know it's easy to just see. Ah, this conversation, not interested. That's it. But but they're like regular podcasts. They're really you know frequent. And then and and as you said, they're all interesting. Yeah. Do you still listen to ATP every month, uh, every week? Oh yes. Hmm. I I still love it. It's yeah, it's my thing. I I love it. I I'm I'm looking forward to every Friday to just listen to ATP. Okay. It's it's you know it's not that great, but I just enjoy listening to it. 
that's it. No, yeah. that, that's fine. Mm. And um, what I found out found out is that uh, uh, you know it's 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 funny when you listen to somebody for a long time, then you start um, picking up their language patterns. Mm. And I realized recently I was talking to somebody in English, which wasn't you, and and I used word, word glorious that something was glorious. I would never use that word, but Marco Arment is, is, is using it all the time. And I was like, damn, like, like why would I use that word? I, I know it's not my word, but I just, I just picked it up, you know, like subconsciously. <laughs> well, anyway, this is funny. Mm. Okay, we'll talk about podcasts and audiobooks maybe like in one of the future shows. Yes. So you know that, right? Yes, I do. Because it's, it's, I think it's important to, to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, by the time I, I hopefully figure out the system for myself, then based on your feedback. Mm-hmm.